Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Back here in Seattle for the 2023 All-Star Game. Thanks to Mr. Mariner, Alvin Davis. We have another special guest. He's a podcast veteran. We've had Jamie on before. Um, Jordan, Mariner Hall of Famer, uh, World Series champion 2008 with the Philadelphia Phillies. More importantly, uh, one of my good friends for the last 25 years. And, and from a family standpoint, the Moyers and the Boone. Our kids grew up together. He's out here for for, uh, this all-star festivity in Seattle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jamie Moyer to the program. James, thanks for coming by, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, Brett. Or Brett E, as I refer to to you. I'll tell you, there's there's a few people. There's my Aunt Debbie, my mother, Jay Bell, the shortstop of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the World Series champion Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Jay Bell and Jamie Moyer. They're the only four people in my life that call me Breddy. And I'll tell if if we go to a function and I'm walking down the street and I hear Breddy, it's either Aunt Debbie or Jamie Moyer. But but I don't know how I don't know how you got you got clearance to do it, but but it works for him. Well, you know what? I'm gonna give you a quick story because you know I can be long winded. I want I want to hear it. Uh, hear you know it. what? I've been around you and your family, your mom, your dad, on several occasions, and I heard your mom call you Brady once, and I thought it was cute, right? And I've never heard that before, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I like this name. I'm gonna make it stick. 
So, you know what? In the clubhouse, saw you every day. I dropped a Brady. Brady. And in my mind, that's what it's created. It's Brady. How is this? Uh, you know, I was just talking to Alvin, and, and it's been a long week for all of us. It seems like I've been here for a month. Yeah. And we haven't even gotten to the game yet. Yeah, yeah. But you were with the Mariners for a long time. You started in the Kingdom. It wasn't the same as, as Safeco Field, now T-Mobile Park. Uh, how have you seen, and, and by the way, Jamie Moyer, we were talking, we had, we, we had lunch together yesterday and we were talking about it. And there were some guys at the table asking about, Hey, Jamie, you know, Hey, Brett, they had questions for us. And you know, the typical question, Hey, Jamie, who are the toughest, who are the toughest guys you faced? Brett, who are the toughest guys you had to hit against? So we had that kind of, kind of talk, but I was, I was talking to Jamie about it and we were just kind of reminiscing over, over our our careers and and he played t- over 23 years jamie's one of the the most tenured b- players not in the history of the mariners or anything like history of the game there's only a handful maybe two or three guys that have ever played longer uh talk about longevity i got him at his best when he was in his heyday winning 20 games and and being the ace of our staff him and freddie garcia he went on to win a world series which i mentioned at the top in 2008 the game when you started versus the game now, and I was talking to Alvin, we're kind of old school guys, but life changes. I remember my grandpa, Ray, you know, Ray well, and he used to, you know, I used to come out of the clubhouse and he'd be talking about Bob Feller and how Randy Johnson was okay, but Bob Feller, and I'd look at Gramps and go, Gramps, these guys are pretty good today. You know And I said? I'm never going to be like grandpa, but as we move on, we're protective of our generation. We played the game a certain way, but life changes, and I've learned to embrace that with, with the new with the kids and you know some of the things they do I just kind of go ooh I'd get hurt if I did stuff like that but it's it's the game it's what these kids want today it's becoming a global game I mean we're getting the best players in the world you know from all parts of the parts of the world yeah all we've done we've passed the baton and we take a step back and it's not like oh this was better that was better it's just that's we played in the era we played in and that's what it was and now it's a different era. It's a different time. It's a different world. So if you want to stay with it and be be around it, this is what you have to endure. And it's not a bad thing. It's just very different, right? Our, the, the the way we were we cut our teeth basically in this game is a lot different than what's taking place right now. Two thousand one, when we uh, yeah. we got together. And by the way, yesterday we, during that lunch, we found out. The, the people we were having lunch with, they wanted to know our stats. And me and Jamie didn't even remember if we faced each other. I remember I hit a sack fly off him in a, in a B game on a backfield in Seattle when we were teammates. I, I told him, I said, I was sitting on your change up. I had a runner on third, less than two. I had a sack fly to right field on, on field B. I remember that. But we were laughing about, we don't remember if we faced each other. Well, turns out we did. Uh, Bob Boone faced Jamie. He was one for four. No extra base hits, two punch outs. Brett Boone, the youngest, who we didn't even know if we faced each other. I was one for eight. Two punch outs, no extra base hits, a single. So he's got he's got bragging rights here. But let's go back to our time as teammates. Uh, 2001, unbelievable year. I know we've talked about it till we're, till we're blue in the face. But it was a special time, and it was kind of a – it was a new era in Seattle baseball. You know, we, we lived through – I was there in the early 90s. You were there in the late 90s. You came back to Seattle. Uh, Kingdom is different. It was different. Uh, Safeco Field gets built a lot because of that two th- or that 1995 run they went on. Safeco Field gets built now. T-Mobile Park. 
But in 01, I remember coming back. I, I was coming from a Padres team two years off a of World Series with the Braves where it was electric every night. 2001, different animal. I, I was telling Alvin, I said, Alvin, I, I played on some great teams, but I've never gone to the top step getting, when that anthem ended, ready to take the field. I felt like I was a beetle every night. That's the way this city was. And I tell people, I said, man, if you win in Seattle, these guys come. Talk me through a little bit, just your your remembrance of that 2001. It was kind of a magic carpet ride, I like to explain it. Start to spring training, we were dogs. I love that. You know, we were horrible in spring training. And I can remember Lou pacing the, the dugout in spring training going, come on, you guys, you can't just flip the switch, right? And, you know, we all know who Lou, Lou was and, and is. And, uh, you know, and, and Lou was passionate about winning. And, boy, in spring training, it looked like, well, we're just going to have one of those typical Mariner seasons, right? And, boy, the bell goes off, you know, opening day, and we took off. And we didn't know it. We didn't know we were going to end up the way we did as the season went on. And Lou embraced it. We embraced it. The fans embraced it. And, I mean, I can remember going into clubhouse in, the, in the, like, the first month of the season when this was all starting to begin. And, you know, we come back and a couple runs down. And, wow, that was pretty cool. It, you know, and then we did it day after. And we weren't down always. But when we were down, we would come back and score and win. And it, as this started to go on into the second and third month, guys would be like, pinch me. Is this really happening? Did we just do this? Wow. You know, and, and it wasn't you. It wasn't me. It was everybody that contributed to that team. And to me, that's what made it such a magical thing. And then the fans latched onto it. And, you know, I, you know, I tell the story to people, you know, that was a magical season. We won 116 games, but we averaged seven losses a month. That's unheard of, right? And like I said, everybody contributed, Every, you know, from number one, to, we had 24 man rosters back then. And Lou, did, you know, he, he made all the right moves. He gave guys, you know, time off, and you know our starters were contributing. Our bullpen was, you know, everything was just running on all cylinders. And I mean, it's just, and you know, this city just, you know, they started to rise with it as well. So it was just special. And and you had a special season. A lot of us had special seasons. And I those and you guys will be acknowledged tonight in front of the this, you know, before the the All Star game, which is awesome. Was and we had such a great team. I like I said, you've been on a ton of teams. Uh, some great, some some you probably go away from. Yeah, that wasn't the best group of guys. That 2001, it was an unbelievable group of guys. We go to dinner with anybody on any given night. You know, we played this game so much. And I always say, you pick your friends after the game, but for three hours a night, I got your back. And then we'll go to dinner with who we want to go to. That 2001 team, we go to dinner with anybody on a given night, and still to this day, we have that camaraderie. I really look forward when we all get back together. And you get to see the Mark McLemore's that were key roles, key part of that. I'm looking forward to see Big Rude tonight. He's coming in, Johnny Olerud. And we reminisce. And, and the one thing we come up with is at the end of the conversation, we're always looking at each other going, how the hell do we not finish the deal? But that's that's what makes baseball unbelievable. A year ago, the- I feel like part of that answer is because we clinched so early and Lou started giving guys a little bit of time off. But, you know, you think about it. In a normal year, you're grinding all the way to the end, and it comes down to the end. We quit right. so early. Lou was trying to figure out, all right, how do I keep my guys fresh, but how do I give them a break, right? And I'm not saying we lost our edge, 
but we weren't quite that same team in the playoffs. And then, you know what, we always, we never really played our best against the Yankees in the playoffs. And, and I don't have an answer for that one. But, I mean, I, I think we had every, every bit of talent that year to, to run cut right through the Yankees, but unfortunately we didn't. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And last night I, we went, I don't know if you went, but I went to, they're doing it for the ex-players. We're in the Legends Lounge. They gave us wristbands to go watch Nelly uh, perform last night. And I was sitting on the couch with Tino Martinez. And I love Tino. I came up with Tino. I was just that class behind him. He was a double A. He was a triple A. I came up a year to the big leagues after him. But I was looking at Tino and I'm just thinking, Man's got four rings right now. He broke my heart a couple times, not only with that Mariners team, but uh, my 99 Braves team. He whooped us in, in the Bronx. Same scenario. It's like the ghost came out. Derek Jeter used to see that to, say that to Aaron when they were teammates. Aaron used to tell me, he goes, Jeter says the ghost will come out at some point. I've witnessed that on a few accounts. And, and <clears throat> I think you make a great point is, what is the strategy when you're that good, when you're dominating the regular season to get ready? Yeah. Create something. You, we created what we created. You're going, here we go. This is what we got. And for what, you know, I, I, I to, to this day, I can't pinpoint it. I really can't. You know, a, a, a year ago, I was laughing because everybody was talking about the Dodgers. They won 111 games. Right. And they're, you know, they were, I'm sure you were getting watched too. Are they going to break your record? I said, no, no one will ever win 116. But they were clearly the best team. They got bounced by the San Diego Padres, an 89 win team. And I'm going, that's why baseball is unbelievable because you never know. We were shell shocked. We lost to the Yankees because we didn't lose that year. But it happened. What makes baseball great? I know you got to get out of here quick, but I want to, I want to talk to you about this all-star game in particular. You were an all-star in 03. Most of the pitchers in the all-star game are starting pitchers. And that's all you do is start. Not that it's a big deal. What's your frame of mind going into an all-star game? Obviously we all want to do well. That's our thing. You're coming in in relief and you never come in relief. What's the game plan? And I'll tell you what, I can, I can remember like it happened yesterday. Mike Sosha was our manager Hey, you're gonna get you're gonna get the fifth. You know, be down the bullpen, get yourself loose, do what you need to do. I, Brett, I warmed up like I was trying to throw a hundred. The adrenaline in Southern One Field was through the roof, and I couldn't throw a strike. And I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? And I'm like, I'm in an all-star game, my first, and it ended up being my only one. I was so scared going out on the field because I had such a poor bullpen. And I'm not used to warming up in the middle of a game, right? But I'm in an all-star game, and I got to represent myself, my club, my city. And I'm like, oh my gosh! So the gate, the you know, the door opens, and I'm like, man, I just need to throw a couple strikes. And I swear to you, going to the mound, I felt like my feet never hit the ground. All of a sudden, I'm standing on the mound, and who's standing in front of me? It's Jorge Posada. And I'm like, he looks at me, he goes, hey, Poppy, 
what do you want to use for science? I'm like, I don't care. I don't know. Put something down and I'll throw it. <laughs> and I'll remember Tim McClellan's like, come on, guys. Let's see. He's with the home plate umpire. And you know, I ended up facing Bonds, Pujols, and Jimmy Edmonds. I struck out Jimmy Edmonds on a changeup at his letters. That was a mistake. And Bonds and Pujols both flew out to right center field at the wall. Ichiro caught both of them. But off the bat, I'm like, home run, home run. And they were flyouts. I got my inning in. And again, I kind of floated off the field. I'm like, what happened? And I don't know if you remember, my boys were there in the dugout. And, you know, obviously our manager's standing there. He's like, hey, I, great job. And the next two people. People I saw were Dylan and Hutt. So it was, it That's was a cool. really great experience for a father. That That is awesome. All right, real quick for the fans out there, for these first-time All-Stars, especially on the pitcher's side, what's the strategy tonight? I know as a hitter, my strategy was, Brett, whatever you do, don't embarrass yourself. I'd want to hit a three-run homer. I want to hit a walk-up, but don't embarrass yourself. What are these pitchers going through right now, especially their first well, All-Star game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, they're, they're all going to be amped. You know, that's guaranteed. They're all going to be – and, look, this game is what? Velocity? They're going to live in the top of the zone, I think. And, you know, they're going to try to get ahead, and then, bam, you're going to, you're going to get the best breaking ball they can give you. And they want to punch everybody out, right? And and the hitters, I get it. They all, you know, especially after last night's home run derby, they want to duplicate that, right? So it's going to be interesting. I think it's either going to be a really low-scoring game or it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Awesome. You heard it, Jamie Moore. And Jamie, I want to say this before we leave. Yeah, we've been friends a lot of years. We, we, we've we talked endlessly on endless vacations. Uh, but truly, for the, those of you guys listening to the Boom Podcast, I always talk about this. And this is, just isn't because Jamie's here. One of the handful of guys, I've, I've been blessed to play with some unbelievable pitchers in my career. You know, and in, in, in Atlanta, probably the, maybe the greatest pitching staff of all time, a Maddox, a Smoltz, a Glavin. I've played with randy johnson i played with guys with unbelievable stuff electric stuff i used to tease jamie because because he topped out at about 86 but I'll, yeah 83 and he and he, he'd like to you know self-deprecate a lot but i'll tell you what this is one guy and they're on one hand that if the game if it's game six i need a big game I want Jamie Moyer on the mound and and i'm not saying that because you're here because there's not too many guys that got it. a lot of guys got electric stuff but Jamie's not – if we lose the game tonight and Jamie gets beat, it's not because he was scared. It's because he got beat with his best stuff, and baseball's really hard, and that happens. He's truly one of those guys. A Mariners Hall of Famer. I appreciate him coming out. Uh, like I said, our family's lifelong friends. All the kids are buddies. They, they're on Instagram and Facebook together. But I love catching up with Jamie and uh, truly one of, one of my guys. So uh, all you out there listening to the Boom Podcast, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.